welcome back to Soul Binge Podcast. The name of this episode is Seriously? And maybe you're familiar with the word seriously, and maybe you're familiar with that word in that context, seriously. <laughs> maybe you even asked that question uh, when you noticed uh, the fact that last week we did not release an episode on Soul Binge Podcast, and I am here to tell you, number one, that I do apologize for that, number two, to tell you that it just simply happened because of a combination, collection of things, some of them were, you know, unexpected, some of it was kind of like, yeah, this was maybe coming, where there needed to be a, a break, not for the purpose of, oh, I just can't do it, but there's just a couple of different key elements, some that I might discuss today, some that I might discuss later, and others that I might never discuss with you. But the point is, is that Soul Binge is alive and well. Maybe you personally didn't even notice, and if that's the case, <laughs> doubtful, but uh, no, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I, I was thinking about it, and I was like, you know, there's a good to fair chance that the majority of people that are looking at this now are probably just now realizing, oh yeah, there wasn't an episode, hmm weird, you know, and maybe you're not even curious as to why. And that's okay. I'm just glad you're here with me now. And maybe if you did notice, again, I do apologize that we were not able to stay on track completely all the way through. We dadgummit made, you know, 20 plus episodes in a row on schedule, which if you know my life at all, you know that that's kind of its own miracle in a way. So either way, like I said, we're here now and I wanted to talk to you um, a little bit about some you know, maybe good perspective and uh, a, a way to see things positively and negatively when we look at the issue of, drumroll please, that was a horrible drumroll and I'm a drummer so that's embarrassing, taking yourself seriously. Um, again, maybe a positive context, maybe a negative one to combat it a little bit. Before we do, I wanted to explain one of the reasons, one of the few reasons, why we missed out on last week's episode and why I was curious to know if we were going to miss out on this week's episode. Basically, um, I ended up kind of suffering a little bit from one of these wonderful Texas allergies. Um, the, whoever decided to let COVID continue into the allergy season is unfair and just not right because I'm telling you, you have a little tickle in your throat, you need to clear your throat, you have a little congestion, whatever. Of course, what are people going to automatically think? And no, I do not have COVID. Um, it's just congestion stuff. You know, congestion medicine has been taking care of it. But one of the side effects, of course, is that your voice gets a little bit, you know, screwy and kind of out of the ordinary, maybe. And um, it wasn't necessarily for the issues of not wanting to sound like myself and sounding all crazy on the, on the episode, but where this comes into play for not... Uh, you know, being able to record last week, I was, I was, I just wasn't feeling well. Like I just, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to explain, especially if you don't know what Texas allergies are all about. It's hard to explain it because, you know, even from my perspective, after being here for six years, straight up, I honestly look at it like, no, you don't have allergies. You're just, you're just sick. Like you just got a cold or something, you know, because the way people respond to these allergies here, it's like, it's like as if it's a sickness almost. Um, even if it was COVID, I'm sure that by listening to this, you won't contract the virus. That would be a nice addition to the conspiracy theory, though. What happened to you? Oh, I got coronavirus. How'd it happen? Well, I listened to Soul Binge Podcast. <laughs> that would be horrible PR for uh, for us here. But anyway, um, point is, the reason I bring it up is because 
in the middle of dealing with just the allergies kind of kicking my butt a little bit, and they still are somewhat, not nearly as bad as it was, um, I ended up just schedule-wise, things got a little crazy, and then some other stuff happened too, and I just ended up not recording last weekend, and I ended up asking myself, seriously, like, why was I not able to just make it happen? And then I started to develop the thought process for today's episode, which I will attack you with now, um, if if I may, and if you're still listening. And if you are, appreciate it. Thank you so much. Quick word from our sponsor. We don't have sponsors. Not yet, but we will. Maybe <laughs> one day we might. Um, Mucinex DM. No, that'd be cool. Um, look, so when it comes to either taking yourself seriously or not taking yourself seriously or being taken seriously by others obviously we can develop maybe a good solid argument for why either one would be either good or bad right you could say just off the top of your head you can come up with a with a construct to say well if you take yourself too seriously then you're you know stick in the mud you're no fun to be around blah 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 and then you could say well if you don't take yourself seriously then you'll suffer from you know never having any drive because you don't really believe in yourself. On a positive note, you could say, well, if you don't take yourself seriously, this guy doesn't take himself seriously too much, and that's why he's fun to be around. Or if this guy over here is like, yeah, he takes himself really seriously, and so he's got a lot of you know, drive and passion to finish what he wants to do. And you can kind of spin it around in multiple different directions depending on how you want to look at it. And I'm telling you, it's kind of a daily thing. You wake up in the morning, if you're anything like me, you sort of wake up in the morning and you wonder in the back of your mind somewhere deep 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 in the back of your mind it's never a, on the forefront but there is something in there that kind of makes you wonder what's what's today's spin gonna look like on that am i gonna today am i going to attack the day knowing that i got this and knowing that i've got things to do and i got to get it done and no silliness involved and no uh no loss of focus at all from what i need to do and that's where, that's where I'm at, and that's where I'm going to go, and that's how it's going to happen. Or do you wake up and you say, yeah, today's kind of a, you know, it, we're just going to treat it like it's a good day, live it up, not really have a care in the world, that type of mentality. De- again, depending on which way you're looking at it or how your schedule needs to go that particular afternoon, you quite frankly could do either and really develop a nice, positive outlook no matter how you slice it in that way. Um Specifically, though, for this episode, I wanted to talk about the one area of being, uh, I guess, not taking yourself too seriously and how that that is positive in the form of being able to live your life while you're living your life. Does that make sense? Like being able to say, you know, even though I've got things to do, stuff to do, places to go, people to see a laundry list of goals I need to accomplish, I want to be able to enjoy that process. I mean, we've talked about it several times on this podcast before, that life is not always about just the destination, but the journey of getting there. You want to make sure that wherever you're going, you have a good time, you learn a lesson or two, and you grow and you develop. That's an obvious thing. By this point, if you've listened to all the previous episodes, that's an obvious, uh, you know, solid, solid undertone of what we try to communicate here on this show. And I think we can probably just go ahead and dive right into that portion of it before we get to the other portion of it. Uh, The second one's going to be a little longer than the first. But I wanted to tell you that, you know, whenever it comes to not taking yourself too seriously, of course, in that context of, you know, 
not being one to be a stick in the mud, not being one to to suffer from being what I would imagine a workaholic really looks like. Now, there's people that have drive and people that stay on their job and do their thing, chicken wing, and kill it and whatever, and, and they're, you know, admirable for that, and I think that that's great, but not everyone that does that has to also be a stick in the mud. You know, I think whenever someone is seen as a workaholic, maybe they're the type that they avoid other parts of their life because they just want to focus in on work and it's it's they're labeled as a workaholic because they're trying to avoid other parts of their life. And one of the reasons that I think that people do that and stay so focused on whatever's in front of them simply comes from that, I guess, overall, um, what's what I'm looking for? That, that overwhelming, there you go, that overwhelming feeling that maybe I'm not where I want to be when I'm looking at my life. I don't have pleasure in where I've gotten to. I don't have any joy involved. I don't have any real happiness involved. Yeah, I'm doing what I'm doing and I'm I've got a goal to achieve and I got to work hard to get it done, but you also have to be able to take a little pride in how far you've how far you've came. Now, maybe you're at the rock bottom point in your life. You still need to at least appreciate the fact that you are hearing these words right now and saying that even though you're at the rock bottom point of your life, this is a moment that later you can be thankful for if things go the right way. You know what I mean? So that's one that's one part of it that's always been interesting to me that when people say, yeah, don't take yourself too seriously, you know, they're not saying they're don't work hard anymore. Just they're saying instead to in the middle of your work ethic and working process um, and your working progress as well, don't get yourself in that place where where you can't enjoy life as it's happening. Hopefully that makes sense. And if it doesn't make sense, then rewind the podcast a little bit and hear it again (laughs) Uh, I was uh I was working one time with a guy in the automotive industry who was the type to kind of uh, you know be so focused on his work that you could literally tell him the funniest joke he wouldn't respond to it you could hand him a hundred dollar bill he wouldn't respond to it like he just he was so focused on his work like that that he wasn't ever able to appreciate the things that he was able to achieve and accomplish. And it was his example of how not to be in that way that really reminded me, you know, if all we're doing is working, 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 and we can never enjoy life while we're doing it, then we might as well just quit working and quit altogether and just be, you know, lazy about our lives and let everything fall to pieces. Because then at least at the very, at the very least, we won't be um, exhausted because you still get the same type of overall outcome to feel ultimately like you've got nothing to show for what you've worked for because you can't even appreciate it. That doesn't mean it's not there, but having appreciation for what is there is the key. You know, having appreciation for what is there is the key. Otherwise, it may as well not even be there. And I am kind of, you know, more so guilty in most cases of the of the other thing, which is to, you know, hey, Jared, you should take yourself a little more seriously because I'm kind of a goofball. If you know me, I'm kind of a cut up a little bit. Um, But there are areas in my life for sure where I get so focused in on what I'm doing and maybe it's not even like extremely productive. I'm not saying that I'm just, oh, I'm so good at what I do that I can't even be 
unserious, non-serious, or whatever. That's not it. That's not my point. My point is, is that I can be so engulfed in whatever it is that I'm doing, even if I'm not doing it well, and then also suffer from that same type of thing where I don't have the ability to enjoy what it is that I'm doing, and then you miss out. You miss out on the overall experience. Okay, on to the next thing. No sense in beating that dead horse anymore, but you guys get it. You guys understand. You have to be able to enjoy that process. And again, we've talked about this in several episodes before, so I won't go any further with that. But to the other perspective of this question, seriously, when it comes to being able to take yourself seriously, I also think the same thing is true in the other direction that just because you're good at enjoying life in the moment doesn't mean that life will just happen for you right doesn't mean that life will just happen for you as with as many people that i've worked with like the guy i explained about before talked about before there's been twice as many guys or girls whatever that i've worked with where they were just a complete cut up the whole time and maybe they were super fun to be around super fun to work with but eventually you kind of get to the point where it's like all right dude we're here to work like we have work to do let's get work done like you can be the greatest storyteller ever and if you're one of the technicians that works at my shop, you can tell stories all day long as long as the work is getting done either while or before, preferably before, the story time kicks in. You know, I, I have been in situations before where I have told a technician who's just constantly cutting up and telling jokes and goofing around, like, you know, look, dude, this, is, this isn't going to work. Like, you not working isn't going to work, ironically, you know? Um... And then at the same time, kind of in the same vein a little bit, I've worked with some people before that when it comes to the specific work that we do, they may say, well, I don't want to do that. And I'm like, why? It's like, well, I just don't feel like it. And then kicks in my dad. Um, <clears throat> my dad comes in to that moment through me and says what he's told me my whole life, which is that if it wasn't work, they wouldn't pay you. you know. And I literally said that this week to a technician of mine at <laughs> the shop I'm working at. And his response was, that's true, you know, because there's no arguing with that. Like, if it wasn't work, they wouldn't pay. Maybe you're not going to enjoy it, but it's what we got to do. You can still enjoy your existence of life and the overall process of, of life itself. You can still enjoy it and have a good time while it's happening. But being able to get the job done is super important. Now, there are certain areas of my life where I don't think that I've completely arrived when it comes to that. My wife is so much better than I am about getting the work done first and then having a good time or getting work done first and then chilling or getting work done first and then sitting on the couch or whatever. And there are times, I'll admit it, whenever I want to maybe do a little bit of the work, sit down for a little bit, do a little bit more of the work, sit down a little bit. And in my defense, partially that's coming from a place of not wanting to treat my home situation the same way I have to treat my shop situation. Uh <laughs> But life doesn't work like that all the time, and that's what I gotta learn. Um, you know, again, there's there's places where I can definitely improve in that area of being able to get the work done that needs to get done. Basically, priorities is what we're getting at. What we're talking about, basically, priorities, and at the same time, too, recognizing that it is possible to have a balance of both. Right? It is a possibility to have a balance of both. I don't think one is necessarily greater than the other. I think that. One can be worse than the other if it causes the work to not get done. And, 
of course, in the context of being a goofball and cutting up all the time, what that would mean is that if you're being a goofball and cutting up all the time and you don't get your work done by the deadline you need to get it done, then you failed the job. And then the other way, if you become so serious that you accomplish whatever you were supposed to, but you can't even enjoy it when you're done, you might as well have not even done it in the first place, like we said before. So I think it, one can be worse than the other um, if if there's not, I guess, a proper balance in the first place. So when we say priority, I don't even necessarily mean that one has a priority over the other one. Logically speaking, the work would need to come first, and I get that. But whenever it comes to the way you interpret how you're living your life and getting life done, I think I don't think there should be a first and then second. I think it should be both first. I think they both should become the first priority. And I think it's, I think it's possible. I think it's doable. To kind of transition into the you know third thing, because we talked about the first one being you know areas in life whenever, we cut up too much, and the second one, areas in life, or excuse me, I did it backwards. The first one was areas in our lives where we're too serious, too much of a stick in the mud, can't enjoy it. Second area is when we're being too much of a cut up, work doesn't even get done. Now let's transition into the third thing, um, and I'll and I'll do it pretty abruptly here. The area of taking yourself seriously in in the form of an internal assessment. Okay, let me get a little personal for a quick minute and tell you that I have uh, dealt with before, and if you know me very well, you would probably know at least parts of this, but maybe not even the full depth of it. Uh, I have dealt before with issues of my own self-confidence, self-esteem, um, the way I see myself and the way I you know, perceive myself and all that. I've dealt with that for a long, long time. Um, doing this podcast is helping me actually to recognize that even more. Uh, my relationship with my pastor and pastor's wife at church is helping me to see that even more. My relationship with my wife is helping me to see that even more. And honestly, we're getting kind of, you know, closer and closer to the point in time in my life whenever I'm, I'm really going to have to deal with whatever level of depth there is to that. But I've always known that that issue has been there. And it has definitely hindered me a lot in some areas because what will happen is I personally, not even in the context of cutting up or goofing off, because you have to be confident to cut up and goof off. Do you know what I mean? Like you have to be able, that's, this, what I'm talking about now is not a priority thing. What I'm talking about now is I have <clears throat> been in situations where maybe I didn't take myself seriously and either didn't do something because I didn't think I was capable or I did it and then assumed that I failed, maybe even if I didn't fail, and then I basically might as well have failed because in my eyes and the way I see myself, I'm not taking myself seriously enough in order to say, look, I did this, I did that, I did this, and I did that, and it was good enough. And here's a very silly, because <laughs> again, I'm more of the cut-up type. Um, this is a very silly example of it. I recently started doing more uh, of the cooking than what I've done before, and I definitely don't do the majority of the cooking. When I say I've done more, I literally could make a, you know, PB&J once a month, and that would still be 100% more than what I used to do. The way that I would provide dinner is I would go pick up Chipotle on the way home and say that I did dinner that night, you know? <laughs> That's how I would do it before. But I wanted to start um, getting into my fullest of dad mode. Uh, don't touch that thermostat. The, uh, 
the way I decided to do that is I got more interested in the concept of grilling like a classic dad would. Yay! Grilling dads. Real dad grillers of America coming to CBS Wednesday nights at 8. Um, and so Ashlyn for Father's Day, ironically, uh, got me a grill. And I think I mentioned it once before on the on the show. But either way, uh, she got me a grill and I've been getting more into that and everything like that. And I... <laughs> I sort of naturally and accidentally um, put the way of what I'm talking about now as far as I'm not taking myself seriously, I sort of incorporated it into the way that I would cook. And what I mean by that is I would cook something, it would come out great, and then I would just talk about that meal the whole time that we were eating and Ashlyn would actually kind of get a little frustrated by it because, and understandably, because, and she even pointed it out, like, dude, just, you made it, it was good, let that be it, you know, but because of my own internal, uh, whateverness that's going on, I would make something, and I would be like, hmm, yeah, the steak's got the perfect level of juiciness, and tenderness, and it's at the perfect temperature, and perfect spice, and everything else, but, you know, it's a little, it's a little bit, less cooked than I wanted or maybe a little bit more cooked than I wanted or maybe the crust didn't come out right or ah man I can't get the grill marks right like you know just (laughs) whatever uh I would find a reason to say that it wasn't good enough basically and I was sort of you know doing what a kid or a teenager would do and it was almost as if I was uh, fishing for a compliment and I really wasn't fishing for a compliment and maybe my wife thought that I was fishing for a compliment and if so, I apologize if you're listening to this. I'm sorry if you felt that way but I wasn't fishing for a compliment. I was trying, if anything, to find out where I messed up and that's a scary place to be in, in that type of mode but that's what I would do Um, and maybe I can admit to you that that's what I do currently in some situations, not all, but in some situations I do that. And it's really because I don't take myself seriously enough to be able to say, look, even if it's not perfect, just cook the daggum chicken or steak and eat dinner that night and be done with it. And don't be so focused on what you did wrong. Take yourself a little more seriously. Give yourself a little more credit, I guess I should say, and let whatever it is be what it is. You ever heard the phrase, it is what it is? Of course you have. Everyone's heard that. Letting something be what it is is not possible if everything you do or try to say or try to accomplish, if you look at that after it's done and then you personally look at it and go, seriously? Like if you have that mentality about yourself all the time, maybe you won't be a workaholic, but you definitely won't be completely you know, satisfied with where your life is. You could make an argument here and say that it's good to not be satisfied with where your life is and good to not be perfectly pleased with the way you cook a steak because then there's no room for improvement and blah, 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 blah. And I understand all of that, but I can almost eat the perfect steak that I make or perfect chicken breast that I grill on the on the grill out there and somehow find a way to not enjoy it because I don't take myself seriously in that type of way. It's not because of a cutting up type of mentality or way of approaching a situation but it's simply because of of that and and it's something that I'm tired of doing it's something that I'm tired of doing I'm tired of other people having to deal with me doing that um and it's just something I want to change and get better on and I've got to I guess 
practice what I preach a little bit and sort of take the stuff that I would normally say to someone else if they were telling me that they'd deal with this or what I would say during a podcast episode or whatever. Um, I, I would I need to start basically taking what I would say and applying that uh, train of thought or logic to my own life. Um, so to test it, <laughs> I, um, I sort of came up with a couple of different comeback remarks to a hypothetical situation where someone else comes to me and basically says exactly what I said to you. And here's what I would say to them and ultimately what I'm trying today to say to myself and whoever else is listening to this that's dealt with this before too. If you have problems with taking yourself seriously in the way that I'm describing, first remember that not only are you not perfect, but everyone else around you is also not perfect. What does that mean? Well, on a very simple level, what that means is that if someone eats the chicken that you cooked and they say, eh, it really wasn't that good, who knows, dude? Maybe their taste buds are totally off. You know, maybe they have horrible taste in food. Like maybe they just don't know what good chicken is or whatever. Like don't just assume that because that other person says something definitive about your performance on something, that does not rule out completely the fact that they're also a human being. Uh, if you're at work and you're trying to do your best at work and um, your boss comes up to you and, you say, and he says, hey, well, if I were you, I would have done this, I would have done that, and it makes you feel a little belittled or makes you feel like you are just not doing well at the job or whatever, remember that that person is imperfect as well. And maybe even if what they're saying is correct, maybe it's constructive criticism, remember and realize that at one point they were in your shoes if they're your boss and and they were maybe able to live through some of the stuff that would help them to, I guess, uh, try and then prove what it is that they're telling you. Maybe they're not telling you, hey, try this because it's this way. If it's better this way, it's better that way. Maybe they're not telling you that because they're trying to say that you personally are bad for the job. Maybe they're just saying that what is happening in that moment could be improved. You know, And the reason that that ties into the fact that they too are not perfect is uh, dealing with the fact that a lot of managers will imperfectly communicate that sometimes. You know, you don't have to take it personally just because your boss tells you, hey, you should have done this. Even if they approach it in a way that's totally wrong and they're yelling and screaming, it's a big deal or whatever. At the end of the day, it's still just work related. It's not personally personal. And if it is, you need to figure out that situation and, and talk to someone else and see what you need to do to fix it. But one way I guess that I'm saying to uh, take yourself more seriously is to recognize that it's okay to admit when you're not perfect and it actually helps support the issue whenever you realize that other people are not perfect too and if you're the Christian type like I am it's also important to know that the only perfect person still sees my life and recognizes it as being a life worth dying for. And that's an important, important, important thing. Um, another thing that I would tell someone who might be dealing with this when it comes to the being able to take yourself seriously and all that stuff isn't just in the semi-negative context to say, well, you're not perfect, blah, blah, blah. But I would say it this way too. If you have problems with seeing yourself as being legitimate, seeing yourself as being qualified, seeing yourself as being, you know, being able to take yourself seriously... If you're having problems with that, and ultimately, of course, it's going to trace itself back to a good old-fashioned self-esteem problem or whatever you want to call it, if you're dealing with that and it's internalized, talk to someone about it. 
if you if you don't ever talk to anyone about it, you can for sure guarantee that you don't take yourself seriously because you're able to detect that there's something wrong, but then you don't take yourself seriously enough to go get whatever is wrong inspected or diagnosed or looked at. And I don't just mean on a medical level. I mean just over lunch with a friend say, hey, I've been going through this. What do you think this is all about? And they can encourage you and say, dude, no, you you don't deal with all that stuff legitimately. Like, there's no way you do because you're so confident here, you're so confident there, you're so good at this, you're so good at that, and they can encourage you. Or they might be able to say, yeah, dude, you've been struggling a lot and there's some areas where you need to improve and change. And then you can hear what they say in the context of, hey, look, things aren't going like they should be, but they can go like they should be if you work on it. Um, which requires that you take yourself more seriously and then you're back to square one <laughs> a little bit. But that's the beauty of life and that's where enjoying the process comes in to be able to say, look, dude, I'm just a work in progress. I'm trying to just make it day by day. One part of being able to make it, of course, is to take yourself seriously enough and say, look, I was obviously in God's eyes worth dying for. In my manager's eyes, I was worth getting the job or position I'm in. In my spouse's eyes, I was worth marrying. In you know my my parents' eyes, I was worth you know raising right. Um, and at the end of the day, the problem ultimately points back to me to say like if I'm not taking myself seriously, I'm the only one that's doing that. You know, I'm the only one that's putting that pressure on me and stuff. And um, or you, sorry, we're not talking about me. We're talking about you. <laughs> my fault. Um, you, the person listening to this, the one saying all this stuff. Um, if you're dealing with that, it's because it ultimately leads back to you. And then I get it because again, I've been there and I am there sometimes you kind of hear that and you go, well, there's the problem. You know, I, I'm the one who's beating myself up about this and blah, blah, blah. And really it comes down to not taking yourself seriously enough to say, look, I am worth the efforts and the hard work to get myself where I need to be both in a physical state, um, in a financial state, in a mental state, spiritual state, all that stuff. You know, I don't believe at all that God would have created you, the world around you to sustain you and everything that you would need in order to make it just to end up letting you fail because you decided that in this context you failed and that life's over now. Um, life's not over now. And it is possible to take yourself seriously while enjoying the process. It is possible to be able to be yourself and be a silly Jared or whoever you are and get work done. It's possible to get out there, have goals, accomplish them, and enjoy the process while you're doing it. It is possible to deal with the stuff that's internal and and learn how to take yourself more seriously and give yourself more credit and encourage yourself a little bit more. David said in the Bible, he said that he encouraged himself in the Lord. And I didn't pull up the exact reference, and I'm not going to pretend like I just know where every verse of the Bible is. I know a lot, but I don't remember that one, so I'm not going to try and pretend that I do. But you can Google it and look it up for yourself. Maybe you already know it. Um, it says, though, that David would encourage himself in the Lord, and that is something that's so important. Not because you don't need anyone else, but because you need yourself. Can I say that again? It's not because you don't need anyone else. It's because you also do need you. And that right there is enough reason to start taking yourself more seriously and say, look, I've accomplished enough to get myself at least to this point. And maybe I hit rock, I'm hitting rock bottom, like I said earlier. Maybe I'm hitting rock bottom. Maybe you, yourself, you're hitting rock bottom. This is the bottom of the barrel. 
Well, only time will tell. Are you going to end up picking yourself up by your bootstraps and marching forward and look for improvement and say, look, we can only go up from here, or are you just going to stay there, you know? Um, I love all of y'all, and I'm very thankful that even if one or two or a thousand people are listening to this, whatever, that there is someone that I know is out there that's listening to this that's dealing with the same thing. At the very, 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 very least, it's helping me to kind of get through um, my own internal stuff, and I'm just thankful. I'm thankful for this outlet, and I'm thankful for you for listening to this. If uh, you can, please subscribe to the podcast, whether that's on Apple or Spotify, Anchor, wherever you listen to your podcast, we should be there. I don't know if we're on Stitcher yet. I need to find out if we're on Stitcher. If not, we need to get on Stitcher too. Um, But regardless, man, I'm just very thankful for you and for listening today to this episode, and I hope it's blessed you in some way. I hope it's helped you and encouraged you in some way. Take yourself a little more seriously. Give yourself a little more credit. Learn how to cut up every once in a while and have a good time. And also learn how to get goals accomplished. Figure out what those goals are and then get them accomplished. Keep growing, keep developing, keep soul binging. And I will see you on the next one. Bye-bye.